Hello, my name is Josh. I'm Jamie. Welcome to Conversation with Two Geeks, a podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and everything in between. Today we're going to talk about everything from trailers that dropped during the Super Bowl to Marvel Studios revealing the cast of the Fantastic Four, and so much more. Also, feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter and TikTok at Combo with Two Geeks. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you want to send us an email of anything from this episode, to one of our previous episodes, our email is at conversationwith2geeks at gmail.com. You can also find a catalog on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or where podcasts are listened to. How are you doing, Jamie? I am doing okay. How are you? I'm good. We've had a lot this week that went down. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a lot of trailers and some big news stuff. So yeah. yeah. But before we get all that... <sighs> Let's talk about the big fucking game that happened on Sunday. The game? Or what? The Super Bowl. Yeah. Do we have to talk? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I watched that and I think the fact I mean, I know you have a four years thing later on, but I'm I'm just <sighs> Listen. We were so close. It <sighs> I got okay, so for context for people who don't know, I work um in pizza so that was a big day i was at work mm-hmm. i got off right before right during halftime so i was able to catch the second half mm-hmm. okay swear to god um these idiots mm-hmm. not idiots but like like it's just they had it and that's what's so sad they had it for like a minute they could have put it away and yeah but then they you don't to- the number one thing is you don't give Patrick Mahomes time on the clock. You run the time down. So he mm-hmm. has no time to do anything. Mm-hmm. And like, if you guys are interested, hit me up on my personal Twitter. I'll send you to my 49ers Twitter where I go way, where we go way more in depth on all this stuff. I'm not going to bore you too much of all football technical stuff, but yeah, there's some stuff that they did that I'm like, what are you doing? There's mm-hmm. other parts where I'm like, Okay, like the defense uh, seemed to appear to play very well in the first half, from what I could mm-hmm. tell. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Great!" Maybe they sacked Mahomes three times. I was like, "Awesome! That's mm-hmm. what we needed. We need to get him not comfortable in the pocket, so he's like, yeah, doesn't and don't give him time." And then we're not even gonna talk about the holding situations because yeah. the Chiefs O line always holds, and it's just a mess. And I was mm-hmm. very, very sad, and it I was very. Like you can ask, I was like anxious, like that whole freaking second half, and then they went over to overtime. Overtime, and, like, and then, are you yeah, kidding? Yeah, no. I was and like, like, I can't handle the overtime. Yeah, no, and too much. Yeah, no, and I just, I, I my friends and we were watching, and we were just like, because we thought that after the fourth quarter, like we thought this was done, like this was done, but then they went to fucking overtime. You never, you never, ever, ever give Mahomes time on the clock. You never, ever, ever, ever give him time, ever. I'm just letting you guys know who don't super pay attention to football. Mahomes is basically, I'm calling it now, he's going to be like the next Brady. He's, it's its unfortunate, and I feel bad for mm. every other really good team, but he's just going to be that pain in the neck. Gonna You never count him <laughs> out getting to the freaking Super Bowl. So it's going to be tough. Um, we'll have to, we'll see how, I feel bad. 49ers in a way. Um, 
it sucks really bad. I really wanted them to win. Yeah, like, no. Really badly. They were so close. They were. And it's annoying. Um, cause, but you know, it I know we had injuries and stuff and whatnot too. I saw that we did have some injuries, which I'm like, that's great. Yeah. Um which is never good. But yeah, no, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, it happens. They'll go, I, I'm sure they'll make a run for it next year. But every year, especially the next, if you go to the Super Bowl the next year, it's always very tough to get back. So yeah. we'll have to see. Um, also, I don't know if you're aware of this. The can't there. There's always a Super Bowl parade. Parade. Yeah. I, I don't know if you want to bring it up, but just thoughts and prayers out to Kansas City. Thought, uh, yeah, no thoughts and prayers. Definitely. I did. I it heard about. Awful. I heard about that. And fucking hell, just. Just... I like I thought it was a joke when I heard. It. I'm like, are you serious? No, it... but now it's not. It's, it's really it's it, it's fucking tragic and just thoughts and prayers. Yeah, no, because that's the last thing that. As much as I'm like pissed off and stuff, that's the last thing. I never want to see something like that happen. Yeah, no, um, just toxic. Yeah, yeah, and so it was just it was awful. Hold on one second. My cat got her claws stuck in the curtain. Oh dear, oh dear. And she's about to knock. Oh well, you need to move up so you can move your paw, honey. Are you good? Are you still stuck? Okay, hold on. Wait, yeah, no, oh yeah. Anyways, moving on to our first topic of the day, uh, we got four Super Bowl trailers. Um, for the first one is well, everyone's. Most excited for everyone most anticipated movie of the year. Uh, Deadpool Wolverine, uh, directed by Sean Levy. Deadpool Wolverine stars Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman as essentially heroes with Emma Corrin, Marina Baccarino, uh, Macron, sorry, uh, Rob Delaney, uh, Leslie Ungams, Karen Sony, and Matthew McFadden, among others, running up the cast. The film is slated for July 26th. Um, for the next trailer, we got uh, Success for the Rocky Lemon Planet 8 series director Wes Paul reads new life into the global epic franchise set several generations in the future following Caesar's reign, in which apes are the dominant species living harmoniously and humans have been reduced to living in the shadows. As a new tyrannical ape leader builds his empire, one young ape undertakes a harrowing journey that causes him to question all he has known about the past and to make choices that will determine a future for apes and humans alike. Directed by Wes Ball and written by War of the Worlds writer uh, Josh Friedman, Rise of Dawn Rise of Dawn of Planet Apes scribes uh, Rick Joffin and Amanda Silver, and praise be writer Patrick Olsen. Um, the film stars Owen Teague, Freya Allen, Kevin Durant, Pierre McCone, and William H. Macy. The film is set for release on May 10th. For her trailer, this is not, uh, we got got is for Twisters. It's not just for Twisters reads. From the producers of the, the Jurassic Born and Indiana Jones series comes Twisters, a current day chapter of the 1986 blockbuster Twister, directed by Minari uh, director Leah Isaac Chung and written by the Revenant scribe Mark L. Smith. The film stars Stacey Edgar Jones and Glenn Posing Forces, who come together to try to predict and possibly tame the immense power of tornadoes. In addition, the film also stars. Anthony Ramos, David Cornswent, Katie O'Brien, Maria Turney, Brandon Piera, Sarah McCormack, Sasha Lane, Kiernan Shipka, and Nick, and Nick D- Doni. Uh, the film is set for release on July 19th. And finally, we got a trip. We got a first look at 
Wicked. And it's not just for Wicked Reads. The first of two parts of Part to be released next year. The Untold Story of the Witches of Oz stars Emmy, Grammy, and Tony winning powerhouse Sylvia Arvio as an alphabet. A young woman misunderstood because of her unusual green skin who has yet to discover her true power and Grammy winning multi-platinum recording artist and global superstar Ariana Grande as Glenda. A popular young woman gilded by privilege and ambition who will yet to discover her true heart. The two meet uh, students at Sheets University in the fantastic land of Oz and forge an unlikely but profound friendship. Following an encounter with the wonderful witch Wizard of Oz, their friendship reaches a crossroads and their lives take very different paths. Glenda's unflinching desire for popularity sees her seduced by power, while Elphaba's determination to remain true to herself and those and to those around her will have unexpected shocking consequences in her future. Their extraordinary uh, adventures in Oz will ultimately see them fulfill their destinies as Glenda the Good and the Wicked Witch of the West. Directed by John Chu, the film also stars Irving Grande, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Jeff Goldblum, and Bo Yang, among others. The film is released this Thanksgiving. So, whew, okay. So we got four trailers. Uh, let's talk mm-hmm. about Deadpool and Wolverine first. Um, Sounds good. Let's be honest, this was probably the big one, and it did not disappoint. It was very cool. It was um, it was very fun, to be honest. I really liked the trailer. You know, I, I did as well. I... Let's let's be honest. <laughs> this is my third favorite most of the movie of the year, and like I gotta say, like I'm really like the action in it looked just like awesome, especially when he, especially the shot where he's reloading his guns and stuff, and that's really cool. I'm also noticing like most of this movie, at least the most of the second half of the trailer, is set like within a kind of like previous background, which means I have a feeling we're gonna be most of this movie's probably gonna be set in the void. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Also, Pyro is in this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, uh, yeah, which at first I thought that was in Peter, but then I looked at it again and he's like, no, that's freaking Pyro from X2. Oh, uh, that's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, no, like that is, that's super interesting. And I'm just like, oh God, we're going to get so many cameos. Also, so we kind of reported on some of the leaks. We're not going to do so from here on in because the movie's mm-hmm. literally going to be out within a couple months. Uh, but you know, seeing the 20th Century Fox logo, I just like really like interesting. Like, how meta are we're gonna get really meta? It, it's gonna be very interesting how they handle this and bring him full over into Marvel and everything mm-hmm. like that with everything going on, like, mm-hmm. and how meta they're gonna make it. Because since it's Deadpool, they can go crazy if they want yeah. to. Yeah, no, and so it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, no, and I have a feeling we are gonna go a bit more crazier than usual because, like, even though we have the TVA, TVA, which is the perfect way, which is something I predicted. I figured that they were he was gonna be pre-introduced via the TVA, mm-hmm. but like, given that we have the TVA now, it's gonna be just very interesting. Just <sighs> interesting to see how that goes, and also we're gonna get also. I remember reporting on this like years ago but the fact that we got essentially like that shot of like we see wolverine behind it or at least someone have like a wolverine type hairdo that's supposed to be like patch which is like an alias that um that wolverine uses during his time during like his time like i think on magipore and stuff it was in the Mm. comics but yeah but yeah no and then also the last shot which again, if you've been looking at stuff, you know what that last shot is going to be. And my God, I think I feel that's going to be a brutal fight mm-hmm. and stuff. And so, so yeah, no, I'm God, July July twenty sixth cannot come soon enough. Yeah, it, it hopefully it seems like it's going to be really good. It seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm excited for it. I'm 
Ryan Reynolds is obviously phenomenal in the role, and it's just going to be very cool to see how Marvel handles this. So should be fun. Yeah, no, yeah, no, and definitely, definitely. Uh, moving on to our next show, Kingdom of the Planet Apes. I'm really looking forward to this. Like, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the last three eight movies, and Wes Paul, I think, is a solid director. Um, I definitely will be looking at him intensely. I will definitely will be looking at this movie more intensely, not just the Apes movie, but also as a test to see for his upcoming Legends of Zelda movie. Oh dear God, that's happening. Yeah, and he's directing that. So, like, we'll, to quote Emperor Palpatine, we'll be looking at your career very, very intensely. <laughs> uh, no, like, I've never been a huge, I've never really seen a lot of the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. It's never been something that's, I've been super into seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, But I really do always appreciate all the, like, the CGI special effects work that goes into it, because it does look mm-hmm. phenomenal how they handle all of that. Oh, yeah, no. and. And so um it looks very, very cool. And um yeah, I mean I think it looked like as somebody who's an outsider who's not super in the know of all this, I mm-hmm. think it looks awesome. So. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Also, I do like the fact that we are getting closer to the original timeline of the original films. Mm. Like like that was always kind of like this is always kind of like a separate universe, but now that we're getting close to the original timeline of the movies. Then, like, some of the things from the original movies might seep into this one. This one. It's going to be very interesting. But, yeah. Anyway, moving on to our... Um, anyway, moving on to the next trailer, <laughs> Twister. So, I have been low-key kind of excited for this movie. Mainly because... Um, have you ever seen the original Twister with Bill Paxton made recipes and Helen Hunt? I, I think so. I'm, like, vaguely remembering I've seen... If I haven't seen all of it, I've definitely seen some of it. Mm. Um, pretty sure it's one of those movies I watched with my mom a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I just remember it like tornadoes and earthquakes scare me way more than any other natural disaster kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way, because they're so sudden, mm-hmm. and you you don't have time to like prepare do it, to prepare. Like I know people like, and this is coming from somebody who grew up in hurricane type weather as a kid yeah. um like don't get me wrong hurricanes are are scary too but the scary part about them is all the build-up to when it happens because most of the time hurricanes is just really really bad storm and mm-hmm. you can prepare and you have like all week to prepare you can get all your food get all extra batteries whatever you need you can get it mm-hmm. before um it happens and then you can and you can leave you have time to actually like leave if you want so mm-hmm. but with earthquakes and tornadoes you don't have that luxury mm-hmm. so um yeah this one is like the tor- then the way that they, they did the tornadoes and everything is kind of incredible mm-hmm. um and stuff but i like the trailer i think it's going to be a good movie it should be mm-hmm. fun also this freaking cast like Mm-hmm. Like you got Glenn Powell, who is starting to become a big name. Like I, mm-hmm. I've been no, like I just recently saw um anybody but you, anyone but you, and oh, okay. he's actually pretty good in that. And like I've been noticing, like I think he finally found a niche for himself. Mm-hmm. And then also you got the other guns, but you also you got Anthony Ramos. You got our new Superman. You got mm-hmm. uh, Kenny O'Brien. Brian, you got um, you got freaking um, I can't remember his character's name, but you got one of the actors from Nope. You got Sasha Lee, and then you got also freaking Sabrina, the teenage witch of this. That's cool. 
And so, like, this is a stacked cast. And, like, mm-hmm. and plus you have the director of Minari and the writer of The Revenant doing this. And I just, I, like, low-key, I didn't expect to, like, Twisters to be, like, now on my most anticipated list. But now it's, like, one of my most anticipated movies of the year. No, it does look, the trailer looks really good. And um, I think, like, these kind of disaster, like, natural disaster type movies um, are always pretty good. Yeah. So I feel like um, this is definitely, I think it'll be a good, I don't know how to, like, I think it's just going to be, like, a good movie. And, like, Twister, the original Twister was a classic. And I, I don't mm-hmm. know, I feel like this could be the same thing. I think it looks well done. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, definitely. And finally, Wicked. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. When when the, when I first saw like the TV spot during the Super Bowl, I was not aware that that was Wicked. Like it took really? me a second. It, it took me a second until I saw Ariana, and I'm like, oh, that yeah. I knew Ariana was gonna be in the movie and stuff. And I will say, um, like it looks interesting. There's some shots here, like, I'm just, like, curious about. Like, for example, there's a shot where basically you see, like, basically you see date, uh, no, Dorothy. Dorothy. Dorothy, Toto, mm-hmm. uh, the Lion Man, and the Tin Man all together. And I'm like, wait, what the hell? That, that's confusing. Like, okay, so I've never seen Wicked, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've seen TikToks, and I guess, um... I'm assuming that this is going to lead up into when um, because all this obviously Wicked takes place before Dorothy comes. It's supposed to take place before the Wizard of Oz. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everything like that. And so we're supposed to see how Elphaba and Glinda turn into the witches that they are Mm -hmm. in the Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't know exactly how they tie in, but somebody explained to me that it might be near the end. Like, in, there might be some shots in here that are for part two, potentially. Mm. Um, which which could be a thing. The mm. fact that it's not labeled as part one either, it's just Wicked the Musical, also is interesting. They're kind of repeating something from Dune. Yeah, so I, I don't know exactly how it's going to be out um yeah i don't know i feel like that those shots i think definitely confuse people because people who aren't super in the know of wicked and don't know wicked the story like me or like some other people are like why is i are confused why dorothy is there and mm-hmm. the rest of them so mm-hmm. i'm assuming it's like going to be like a parallel or something i don't know um we'll see i have no idea because I don't know how close up to Wicked it gets to when we get to Wizard of Oz. Like, if Wicked mm-hmm. ends and then it shows Dorothy coming in, then that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't know exactly where the timeline meets up or, like, where it, where exactly it sets. Because yeah. I'm assuming, from what I know from Wicked, it's going to cover a lot of Elphaba and Glinda and, like, them growing mm-hmm. up and then mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So, um... Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be this this movie, man. Like, it's I really hope there's a lot of CGI in it. There's a lot of CGI, which is fine. It makes sense. I just hope there is some practical effects to it too, mm-hmm. to kind of 
grounded like a little bit mm-hmm. um and stuff like that but like i enjoyed the trailer i mm-hmm. think the trailers looks good i did like i was excited for ariana as glinda mm-hmm. and i do think she looks the part i, mm-hmm. I really really do mm-hmm. um and um i'm also really surprised that we really only got defined gravity i mean that makes sense as the music choice yeah no. that i was playing but i want i'm very curious why like i hope this isn't like because there's been a trend going on lately like with mm-hmm. musicals not promoting that they're actually musicals. yeah i've been hearing so about i it. hope it's people are aware this is a musical guys this is this is going to be a musical adaptation mm-hmm. of the broadway show wicked uh-huh. so there's going to be if you don't like musicals you're probably not going to enjoy like this. this. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. Definitely, definitely. And so, um, definitely. that's another thing is, is like that song that's playing in the trailer, Alphabet is going to be singing that song at some point in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it'll be, it's going to be interesting. I really, really hope this is well done. Mm-hmm. It looks really good um, mm-hmm. so far. I know some people had issues with the CGI. I think it's, I think it's okay. I think mm-hmm. it was obviously going to have some CGI. This is a magical, like, alternate world. Yeah. Um, and stuff. I just hope there is some practical effects thrown in there to kind of ground it a little bit. So that way yeah, it's no, a little definitely. bit more believable um, and stuff. So, but yeah, yeah that's, that's my thoughts. But, yeah, the Dorothy thing is interesting. That's been throwing people off, too. So I don't know mm-hmm. exactly. Somebody was trying to explain to it on TikTok of, explaining it without spoiling mm-hmm. a lot of wicked so i'm like that's why i'm like there's like it's gonna be some sort of like parallel kind of thing i'm like okay mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. but i want and they also could throw that in just to like and she doesn't have the red slipper she has silver mm-hmm. shoes so i don't know yeah no, no, definitely definitely and i was just also like wondering like like i'm just wondering how also legally they can also get away with that because i know mgm owns the wizard of oz at yeah. least that's property and stuff. So it's it's very interesting how much universal. I have could be. no idea. I wonder if like if that's the case, like like did they get a special license. If they got too? if they get like a yeah like a special license or like when they were getting ready to do Wicked, is put into the initial contract that we gotta to tell the story. We have to be able to use some mm-hmm. original Wizard of Oz stuff. Yeah. So, like that's what's gonna be interesting, and like this makes me want to see if i can find like a bootleg or something of wicked or like find the story just to like Mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like i need to to be able to enjoy it i'm gonna need to understand it a little bit first before i see it i kind of have a better idea which kind of sucks but i feel like with musicals unless it's like like with some musicals you really kind of have it takes a minute for it to be able to understand Mm -hmm. what's going on so. Yeah, no, yeah, no, definitely. I might try to look at the scene like an off-Broadway version of this. Mm-hmm. And just wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Or at least like looking up like a Sparks Notes version or just like mm-hmm. a that summary or something if you're not afraid of spoilers, just so like mm-hmm. you have like an idea. And I, I'm assuming a lot of people know kind of like it's a Glenda and Alphaba like mm-hmm. story. Yeah, and, no. But I'm they... assuming most people know about that, but like there's a that's the all that's like literally like all i know yeah i don't know how any of the other characters like i don't know who michelle yeo is playing i don't know who a lot of these other people that are coming in i think jeff goldblum is playing the wizard 
He's playing the wizard. I don't Which, know. Again, it's a, a very interesting casting choice. Mm-hmm. So there's like a few people who I don't know, like their characters or what, how they're involved in yeah, the yeah. story. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I kind of want to keep it that way because I kind of want to be surprised, but mm-hmm. I also don't know. But I also feel like I'm going to get confused. Yeah, so, definitely, definitely. Who knows? Definitely. Yeah, who knows? We'll, we'll see this Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to our next topic. According to Deadline, 20th Century Studios is moving forward with a new entry in the Predator franchise, currently titled Badlands, for which Prey director Dan Trachtenberg is set to write and direct. According to the article, the film is not a straight sequel to 2022's Prey, Prey uh, more on that later, but rather a new spinoff in the Predator franchise. And while plot details are scarce, it's unknown whether or not the movie will go straight to Hulu, but the actual release does seem likely, mainly because we got a new Alien movie coming out this year, Betty Alvarez and stuff, and the success has definitely prompted Disney, Disney slash Toy Story Studios to be like, yeah, well, let's give Theatrical another chance. Also, a direct follow-up Prey is still the worst of Amber Midsunder set to return. So this is interesting. So it seems like we're kind of carving out the Predator universe a little bit. That's uh, interesting. I don't know. We don't know when Badlands is set. Um, it can be set in the future. It can be set in the past. It passes stuff. And But the fact that they're getting Dan Tracker to come back is very interesting. And also the fact that we might get another Predator movie back in theatrical form. Just thank you, Jeebus. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, this does sound interesting and stuff. And yeah, no, definitely see what's going to happen. Also, I'm happy to see that a Prey follow-up is in the works. I wasn't really expecting one, but also, like, you know, you know, it, it would be interesting to see, like, what happens after the events of that. But, you know, and I like the character and stuff, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know very much about the Predator universe, but this is pretty cool. It's interesting. Yeah. I know it's a big thing, so that's cool. Yep, 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 indeed. Anyway, moving on to our next topic. Excuse me from Deadline Reports that Bumby director Travis Knight is in final negotiations to direct Mattel Fell's long in development Master of the Universe reimagining with Perrin Norman and the couple of the two string scribe Chris Butler, rewriting the script from initial draft written by Shang-Chi writer David Callahan and Aaron and Adam Neen, along with Amazon Studios, uh, distributing the film. However, according to the article, Night Steel has not closed, and that's other elements on the project are still coming together, but all signs pointing to Knight being the top choice. Oh my god, we finally might get something on this master, goddamn Masters of the Universe movie. Yeah. Like that's very interesting. Like, how long have we been reporting on this? Uh a while. <laughs> Remember when it was gonna have Noah Centineo? Really? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh yeah, no. It's but yeah, no, like it's it's interesting and stuff. And like but yeah, no, like I, I just remember that and stuff. So we we were so like finally that we have news on this is just rewarding and stuff. And the fact that it's pretty much going to be guided by the two Kubo guys are good. That's that's refreshing. Because mm-hmm. no, yeah, yeah, because night along with doing Bumblebee it was also the same. It also essentially runs Leica. Hmm. So like yeah, no, this is this is gonna this is gonna be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to our next topic, we got the official trailer for Damsel. Synopsis reads, A dutiful damsel agrees to marry a handsome prince only to find that the royal family has recruited her as a sacrifice to repay an ancient debt. Grown into a chain with a fire-breathing dragon, she must rely on her wits and will to survive, directed by uh, Juan uh, Carlos Fredonilo. 
and written by uh, Dan Mezu. The film starred Millie Bobby Brown, Angela Bassett, Ray Winston, Nick Robinson, Shireen uh, Aguilar. Apologies if I mispronounced the same, but uh, Agadash Leo and Robin Wright. A film is set to drop on Netflix March 8th. Um, so yeah, you know what this trailer kind of reminded me of? Hmm. Um, remember the princess from a couple of years from a few years back? The princess? Yeah, with Joey King. Oh, I think so. Yeah. It was an the... interesting trailer, to be yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting the um the music. Yeah, it was like I don't know. It's like it was an interesting trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it kind. I think with that one, you're right. It just reminded me of like the, those action movies that Netflix likes to put out, kind of. Yeah, it kind of does, and also it being three minutes long kind of shows it. But yeah, no, it has a very interesting cast and stuff, and yeah, no, it's just so interesting. Also comes out weirdly enough next month, like that's that quick. But that's Netflix marketing for you. That's we'll true. Wait until the last minute and then release this goddamn trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks it looks interesting. Yeah, it does. Anyways, moving on to our next topic, which I'm just gonna say this right now. I I have words for a certain studio, but anyways, mm-hmm. exclusive from Drew Taylor over at the Wrap. We received an update about Coyote Acme, the live action slash anime hybrid starring Wiley E. Coyote and the Roadrunner that was threatened to be shelved for a tax write off, and the update's not good. According mm-hmm. to the article, despite having having positive screenings, more on this in a bit, uh, as well as other studios such as Paramount, Netflix, Amazon, t- interested in taking the film, with Paramount even wanting to give the film a theatrical release. Early last month, producer Chris DeFaro got a startling phone call from Warner's executives, in which the executive said they just want to get this behind them. They just want to, they want to close their books. Uh, with Warner Bros. Discovery's fourth quarter earning call scheduled for February 23rd, Cody Act versus At Me is running out of time. Many on the film's team feel that the studio will use the ending of the quarter to get the movie off the books for good. Cody vs. Acme is running up against something far worse than a title painted on the side of a mountain or a falling anvil. It will, fi- it will finally be silenced by a movie studio's balance sheet. Uh, but what about the other studio? What about the office with the other studios, you may ask? Well, according to the article, Warner Brothers wanted something in the ballpark of $75 million from a buyer, and what's more, they wouldn't allow. A- the interest the studios to counter Warner Brothers' offer. It was a take-it-or-leave-it situation, one that the studios didn't even know that they were entering into. However, uh, what makes the decision even more poly, according to the exclusive, the four Warner Brothers executives responsible for making this decision, CEOs and chairpersons of Warner Brothers and Pictures Group, Michael DeLuca and Pam Addy, along with Warner Brothers Pictures, animated president uh, Bill Damaski, and the embattled CEO, uh, president of Warner Bros. Discovery, David Zaslav, haven't even seen the final finished version of the movie. Zaslav never saw the movie at all. DeLuca and Abdi saw a director's cut, and then Maskey saw the first audience preview. Significantly, Kennedy versus Atme was developed and greenlit by a previous regime. The only executive that worked on the movie that's still at the company is Jesse Urban. These executives who accompany a filmmaker's first approach and have recently signed big deals with Ryan Cooler and Paul Thomas Anderson, who consistently made their deals after the filmmakers led Bash to Warner had subsided, were apparently prepped to trash the movie they did eat they never even watched. Excuse me for one second. Oh man. Okay, I'm back. I hi, look, okay. 
Okay. Go, I, go for it. Go for it. I went, so back around, I think it was March of last year, I and I talked about this on Twitter, so so someone says come after me, like, fuck them. Um, but I saw a test screening. I went to a test screening for this movie. I'm not going to say where, but I went to a test screening for this movie, and I really freaking enjoyed it. And, like, mm-hmm. thought it was really good. Essentially, it's Legally Blonde meets Looney back in action. And I thought, okay, all right. It was, and it was about 70 to 80% done. And, like, mm-hmm. and, 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 like, and uh, I think Brian Duffield and Kapoor, like, you have positive scores and stuff. And yet, this shit is still going on. Just sell the goddamn movie. Like, they really should. It's stupid. Like this it is- doesn't, but they freaking want those tax write-offs, which is freaking ridiculous. Yeah, and they're only going to make, like, 30 to 40 million on this. Like for the tax write-off, which doesn't even make a it just. I know. I I swear, I, to, I swear to God, Warner Brothers, you're driving me more and more insane this day. And I don't want to make a joke that I didn't want to make, but let's just. Uh, I'll tell you about it off air, but let's just say there's a certain joke I want to make. Um, okay. But yeah, no, I just, I just. Uh, I'm, Look, as a creative and someone that loves animation but also loves film and stuff, this really fucking sucks. And like, I just feel for all the creative, all the voice actors, talent, people who worked on anyone who worked on this movie, I really feel for because mm-hmm. like this is a really fucked up situation. And like, yeah. And also, just as a fan of the goddamn Looney Tunes, like, what the fuck? I know that's what's wild. Is this is like the Looney Tunes? This is like classic cartoons and stuff that Warner's mm-hmm. has that they can like I don't know it's just wild to yeah, me and yeah. I, it's unfortunate you know and now I have to also take like a big huge red eye over at DeLuca and freaking Pat Matty who at first I thought okay they're holding the guard there they're holding things over and trying to please like filmmakers and, and trying to like keep like some semblance of it semblance of it but even they're like what the fuck like mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like I like we look. I, I was already pretty suspect when Coogler decided to go and do his new movie over at Warner's, and they probably met and looked, and they probably got a relationship over there, yada yada yada, what have you. But honestly, if I was fucking Coogler, if I was fucking Tom Anderson, Tom Anderson, I would not be working with Warner Brothers. In fact, I would recommend any filmmaker that wants to work that I I would sincerely not work with Warner Brothers, even if it's a DC property itself, like. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, it's just the way that this company is treating its own products and own films and stuff. It's it's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. And I'm just, I'm sick of it. I know. It is it is ridiculous, 100%. <sighs> yeah, I know. I just, know. Just, pray to God, like, in seven days, like, because, like, this has already gotten a reaction on social media. Like, everyone's pissed. Like, there's already mm-hmm. been numerous articles about it. They're not getting the best, they're not getting the best prep for it. Honestly, like I'm supposed to be going to go see um I don't know if I can reveal it or not, but I am gonna be seeing a certain Sandworm movie soon. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I would probably be wearing a Save Coyote versus Acne shirt over to my screening. Cause like I I'm just pissed. I'm pissed at yeah. just I'm pissed at just how this fucking company is treating the fucking goddamn Looney Tunes. I know. Like I just I know, I know, buddy. I know. <laughs> it's stupid. It really is stupid. 
Why why are you doing this? What did the Looney Tunes ever do to you? I have no idea, but they did something. I have no idea, apparently. Yeah, no, it's like so it's just it's just sad because like with this and the Batwoman Bat Batgirl oh. um, movie and stuff, it's just like it's really sad. Um because you could at least release it, you know, or like and people are mad because there's people who want to see this movie and like you said, this the the Looney Tunes movie is like you enjoyed it. And so it's just like they could do something, you know? Yeah, I know. I just it's just like just Warner Brothers, like South Off has been stripped mining this company for like the last year or so. I for context, I live nearby what used to be the Warner Brothers Ranch, and a little while ago, I fi- I was I was driving, I was hanging out with my friend and stuff, and we drove by it, and I finally saw it, and I was looking across from him, and it was just fucking dirt, mm-hmm. and like Dave Sasson is just strip mining this company for bits, and just it's it's sad because this company is is over a hundred years old, mm-hmm. over a hundred years old. It's a byproduct of Hollywood and. Hollywood and stuff and just is like and its legacy is enormous and stuff and just the way to be treated right now it's like fucking like despicable and like honestly I if I'm a shareholder over there I would be trying to get him out yeah I don't I, I, I would too honestly that's the thing it's like these companies don't realize like you gotta treat your people your employees and your product with respect, mm-hmm. you know, like Looney Tunes has like a long history. It's been mm-hmm. around for a while, and like, and stuff, and like, I speak like, I don't know. It's just messed up, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you should give everything a fair shot, you know. Yeah, no, super messed up. It is. I don't know how I don't have very much else to add. You said pretty much everything, but it's just it's just sad. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Anyways, <laughs> moving on to our last topic of the day, or rather topics of the day. Unvalid via THR on Valentine's Day, Marvel Studios revealed the cast, fucking finally, um, mm-hmm. for the Fantastic Four with Pedro Pascal, Vanessa Kirby, Iman Moss Barach, and Joseph Quinn all set to play Reed Richards, aka Mr. Fantastic, Sue Star, aka the Invisible Woman. Ben, um, ben Grimm, a.k.a. The Thing, and Johnny Storm, a.k.a. The Human Torch, respectively. Additionally, a July 25th, 2025 release date was also announced, which in turn, according to Deadline, pushed up Marvel Studios Thunderbolts from July 25th to May 2nd, 2025. Also, we got the trailer, we got the official trailer for Marvel's, uh, and for Marvel Animation's X-Men 97, with the synopsis reading, uh, Marvel's animation in 97 it revisits the iconic era of the 1990s as the x-men abandoned mutants who use their uncanny gifts to protect a world that fear hates and fears them are challenged like never before forced to face a dangerous and unexpected new future when moon rider moon knight moon rider <laughs> moon knight rider uh boo demaya set a shiver such head writer and directing news going to jake Casarona arena arena apologies mistrusted Chase Conley and Emmy Yamura. The series starts the voices of Ray Chase, Jennifer Hale, um, Allison C. Lee Smith, Tal Dodd, J.P. Carlyle, uh, Lenore Zan, George Buza, A.J. Lacoste. Apologies for mispronouncing the name here. Lacosio? Lacosio, thank you. Lacosio, Holly Child, 
Isaac Robinson Smith, Matthew Watterson, and Adrian Haug. The series is set to drop on Disney Plus March 20th. All right, so let's talk about this Fantastic Four news because fucking finally. Yep. Fantastic Four finally, finally, finally announced officially. Yeah. Um, turns out that the most recent rumor was true with Pedro, Vanessa, Quinn, and um, Ebon. Uh, Ebon. Um, and so, yeah, it's our new Fantastic Four. Yay. Um, finally. Um, yeah, it should yeah. be interesting. Um, yeah. Pedro is in the MCU now. Yay! Which is cool, and I think Joseph Quinn as a as um Johnny Storm is gonna be fun. Yeah, I know he's been having quite the career between being quite from Stranger Things to Quiet Place Day One, and now freaking Johnny Storm. I I gotta give him credit. Also, like it's been. I'm not, I'm not gonna go into. It. I'm, I'm gonna be. You know what? I'm gonna be very happy. I'm I'm happy with this cast. I know there's some people that are just like, eh, I don't know about Pedro, and I don't know about Mel Joseph and stuff. But honestly, at this point, I'm just happy we got it. Yeah, and yeah, I I agree too. Um, I I don't remember the 2005 movies very well. I know that people and I enjoyed the chemistry between that cast. So I feel like that's the number one thing. If this mm-hmm. cast has chemistry. And mm-hmm. for the movie, like really good, like mm-hmm. friendship chemistry, like fa- found like family chemistry, like it'll be fine. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like you know. Also, the fact that apparently this movie will be set in the sixties. Because like, be set in the sixties. Yeah, because that's so. The current theory is like it's gonna be set in the sixties and stuff. And the main reason why, because like the magazine that Ben was reading in the concept art, which was great, by the way. Um, uh, okay. Great. Uh, great. By the way, was an issue of Time Magazine, a real life, ma- um, of Time Magazine, from I think November first, nineteen sixty three. So, yeah, this is this is gonna be set in the sixties. Um, and like, there's rumors right now that it might not even be set in the MCU proper, but rather an alternate version, which would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm in at this point. That being said, I do have a question about the release date because, like, if it's getting released on July, they would have to start filming, like, I'm assuming that they're probably going to start shooting, like, within the next few months or next few weeks even. But, like... Yeah. But, like, I'm like, okay, all right. Because, like, A, that's, a, that's like, two weeks away from Superman Legacy because Superman Legacy is released on July yeah. 11, 2025. And it, it's interesting because also, like... um, I was reading this earlier this morning, but apparently there's some memories that like Blade might even move to 2026. Because at this point, like we got like four MC movies coming out next year. Next year, yeah. Captain and America, like... Captain mm-hmm. America Four, uh, Thunderbolts, Fantastic Four, and Blade. Deadpool. Oh no, De- is Deadpool this year? Deadpool's this year. Oh okay. We have that Deadpool. Deadpool the movie art is the only MCU movie that's coming out this year. Okay. Yeah, and then next, and then next year we're back to we're back to like three to four. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if Blade gets pushed back to twenty twenty six because apparently, according yeah. according to some rumors, like Marshall Lee does like the card script, which is good because it's right, coming from Michael Green who did um, Logan and Blade Runner twenty forty nine, um, as well as the show uh, Blue Eyes Samurai, which I highly recommend people check out. It's on Netflix, and 
So the current script's going well. However, I can see from a production pipeline sort of ish pipeline sort of thing, I can see that being pushed back into next year, mainly because it's just like into 2026, I mean, into 2026, because it's just it just seems like they're stacked. And I wouldn't be surprised if the July 25th release I wouldn't be surprised if this release date does not like it might get pushed back to whatever blade blade date is and stuff. But yeah, because like um if Thunderbolt is keeping that May release date, that's not too long in between Marvel movies. That's like about two months. Two months ish. Mm-hmm. So like that's the Marvel's never really done that with their movies before. There's normally one at the beginning of the year and then one near the end mm-hmm. or in the middle. Um and I don't even think Thunderbolts has started filming or anything. There's so that's po- interesting. They're supposed to start, at least from what I remember from the last casting announcement, they're supposed to start, I think, next month. Oh, okay. So it's sometime at the end of next month. So like that is going to happen and stuff. But yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting. Like his like Captain America, that's set for February, February 14th mm. or February 18th. It's set for February of February 2025. And then we got then we got Thunderbolts in May and and then Fantastic Four. And I'm yeah, you know, the more I think about it, the more I feel like Blade's gonna probably get pushed back yeah. into into twenty twenty six. But you know, I I don't yeah. think it's probably because of just everything and stuff. But but I digress. Right. I, I I digress. But either way, anyway, I'm happy. We got the Fantastic Four. We're ready to go. Let's go. For real, for real. Yeah. Also, um, and now I'm going into um X Men. I freaking love this trailer. Yeah, it was very cool. I <laughs> like how they kept it the same, like they kept the very nineties. It was very cool. Yeah. I liked it too. Also, cue the X Men theme song. But yeah, no, I but yeah, no, I'm I'm really I'm really excited. I don't know if this is weekly though, or it's it might be week depending on how this is plus goes, it's normally weekly. So mm-hmm. so yeah, no, I'm I'm ready. And also like um there's current prediction right now that the Wolverine that we see at in the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer might be the same one from the X-Men anime series. Interesting. Which would be that'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. It also would be very interesting considering that apparently we got two seasons of this in the works. Okay. We got two seasons of this in the works. And then and then we two seasons of this in the works. I don't know if I think this is probably gonna be season one and season two is probably gonna come out next year. And then we got whatever happens in Deadpool Marine. So I don't think that that's going to be the case. But like, I, I think I think this is its own universe and stuff, but it would be interesting. And it would kind of, I don't know, it would be very interesting to see and stuff. And also just, yeah. Also, I just love the final final bit in the trailer where basically like Cycles is like, come to, to me, my X-Men. And just, <laughs> Yes. Yes, like and keep in mind, like I've seen bits and pieces of the original animated series, um, mainly because I wasn't alive yet when when the show came out. Like it came out from like ninety two to ninety seven, or yeah, ninety two to ninety seven. Like I wasn't born till ninety nine, but I have seen like some of the episodes and stuff, and it's really good. And I'm just I'm I'm in I'm in. 
Yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think for people who don't know very much about X Men, it might be a good uh show to watch just to kind of get your feet wet. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. cool. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And yeah. Anyways, uh moving on to recommendations, which I don't have any, to be perfectly honest. Who's the first for you? You're normally the one who always has one. Yeah, no, because like I decided not to go see Madam Web. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I and look, for those that enjoy it, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Me, I'm just <sighs> we really need to we really need to reevaluate just Sony's just can, yeah. we, can we stop that's giving... a whole other me- that's a whole other mess discussion the sony universe yeah can, can we just stop giving sony stuff like can we just bar rv around Ra- from ever, ever making like spider-man related stuff and just give that to marvel yep and just give it yeah no i i just i i, I digress <laughs> sometimes sony stresses me out i feel i feel that yeah well, anyways, that does it for our show this week. Well, I do actually have one recommendation. Oh, okay. In that case. Yeah. Um. So there's an animated show that came out called The Haspen Hotel Ooh. on Amazon. And so I watched the first few episodes. Mm-hmm. It is actually very fun. Um, I'm trying to think of a way to explain this show. Um, it's a musical. Mm-hmm. Um, it's animated. Mm-hmm. It deals with um basically like like demons and angels and stuff. And there's this group of people who are stuck in this hotel, which is kind of like a middle ground. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to like reform some of the really bad people. And um mm-hmm. it's it's very interesting. The animation is actually really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um it is definitely not for kids, so do not let your children watch it, please. Yeah, yeah. Just because um, of the anime doesn't mean it's for kids, everyone. For real, definitely. It's for for real, for real. There's one character, just don't, just don't. Um, and um, but it's really cool, really well done. the The singing is actually really good. I I'm pretty sure it's a lot of Broadway people, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it, it, it's really well done, and it's a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it a lot. Nice, nice, nice. I yeah. I've seen the pilot of it, but I haven't seen anything past that. Yeah, but I've, it's I've really heard... good. And there's another um, the person who I think started creating it has a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and she posts like this other series on there. Mm-hmm. So definitely, she's really talented, or whoever mm-hmm. it is is really talented, mm-hmm. um, and stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, is that yeah? That's it. Yep, that's it for me. All right, all right. Let's wrap this up. Sounds good. Um, feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter and TikTok at Combo with Two Geeks. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you want to send us an email with anything from this episode or one of our previous episodes, our email is at Conversation with Two Geeks at gmail dot com. All right, everyone. And also, don't forget to check out our Patreon. As well. Oops. Conversation with two geeks. <laughs> All right, everyone. See you next time. Bye-bye. Wow. Bye-bye.